Welcome back everybody. This is Barry and Eric again from Moss Pond and Gun. Got another gun gripe for you today. And, uh, you know, we've been considering what this week's gun gripe would be. I know we were a little bit late this week, and we apologize for that. We've been very busy at the shop. Uh, we do appreciate all of the uh, phone calls, emails we get. I mean, we do read them. I know we've uh, been very busy these last couple of weeks with a lot of things going on. Uh, but anyway, today's gun gripe is going to be about gun accidents. Okay, and we thought hard about this as to, you know, why we wanted to choose this as this week's gun gripe. Reason being because we've had a couple of accidents actually occur. Uh, one that involved Barry and then uh, Chad's uncle um, actually just shot himself through the leg the other day. Uh, had his gun fall out of the truck there and uh, bounce off the ground and had a damn black towel and 9mm go right through his leg. So we want to push home, you know, the whole safety thing. And we're going to talk about a few of these instances in detail and uh, hopefully you'll glean a little knowledge. And, uh, you know, when it comes down to it, you just really have to be careful around guns. I mean, they are inanimate objects, but they can hurt you if you're not careful. Well, a gun is like a power tool. If you don't know how to use it or it malfunctions or something like that, or a child gets a hold of it, they can become injured and so on and so forth. Now, what we're going to talk about today is actually gun mishaps. Things that may be caused by a defective firearm, it may be caused by operator headspace it may be caused by a number of things but it, it's, it's operator headspace or mishaps or whatever you want to call it now we've had several people at the pawn shop come in and pawn something like a mac 11 we don't test fire the guns normally when they pawn them only when we sell them so one was pawned the guy didn't come back and pick it up i test fired it the gun fired fully automatic on me because he had gone in there and ground off the secondary sear on the hammer People think they can do that and make it fire full auto. Well, it will sometimes, and sometimes it won't. And then other times it'll fire out of battery right. if you're not careful. But what you get, you get a runaway gun. A fella came in the other day, was firing a Mac 11 that he had bought from a pawn shop, and he was shooting it. The gun went full auto, and he tried to grab it. He put one 9mm through his thumb, and one went through the back of his hand and came out the end of his thumb. Now, he's got a lawsuit against this pawn shop, but I was telling him, I said, Sir, when you buy a used gun, it's sold as is. And if somebody wants us to test for our gun, we will. Now, we were going to come out today and run a course with this Liberty uh, Calico 9mm. We were going to run our little 9mm course with it. So I took it home last night, and I was going to test fire it. I loaded the gun up. I put 100 rounds in it. When I went to shoot the gun, it fired two times, and then it burp fired on me. It fired three rounds, full auto. Stop. I put the safety on. Removed the magazine from the gun. And when I went, when you, when you pull the bolt handle back on this gun, it automatically disengages the safety. There's a loaded round in the chamber. My hand is nowhere near the gun. When I pulled the handle back about halfway, the safety disengaged and the round exploded in my face. And we're gonna get some close-ups of this, but my head is peppered with brass, all in my forehead. If I had not been wearing my glasses, I probably would have been blinded. But this is another case. We've taken this gun apart and we've seen that somebody has been monkeying around with the sear in this gun. This is something you always have to be careful of. Always test fire a gun. And like I said, if a customer wants a gun from the pawn shop, we'll test fire it for them 
before they leave the shop with it. That's right, and right now you should be seeing some close-ups of this uh, piece of brass here. I mean, this thing just came apart like crazy. So, you know, this counts as an accident, but at the same time, I mean, part of being a responsible gun owner is knowing the status of your guns at all time. If for whatever reason, you are not sure the gun that you bought is safe to shoot, always take it to a competent gunsmith first and have them inspect it, clean it, whatever the case may be, test fire it, and that way you know exactly what's going on. I mean, we have years of experience with guns, so this is kind of routine stuff for us, but, you know, it's one of those things. You play with fire long enough, you're going to get burned. I mean, an accident is bound to occur at some point if you're around guns enough. But of course, you know, like we um, said in the Everybody's a Safety video, right. you know, if you follow proper protocol and just follow a set set of rules, like Barry did, he cleared the magazine from the gun, kept his finger off the trigger, cleared the gun, followed protocol, but um, another good example was my little brother. I don't know if you guys saw the video, uh, 44 Magnum versus Face. Um, I put that video up more or less as kind of a joke, just to mess with my little brother, but however, um, we did determine later on, we sent the gun back to Thompson Center, and that particular gun did have a defect and had a worn out part that caused the hammer not to cock back and stay there. So when he, he did not have his finger on the trigger when that gun went off, he, he cocked the hammer and it didn't stay back, and it slammed and, and the gun went off right. in his hand. Before he could get a firm grip on it, the gun discharged and flew out of his hand right. and hit him in the chest. It was not. Right. So those kind of things can happen, people, and you know we have to be careful with that sort of thing. Um, I know I've had a few little mishaps with guns over the years, and luckily uh, I was never hurt, and nobody else ever got hurt because I did follow proper safety protocol. And uh, we do see that there are uh, mishaps that involve the manufacture of guns and the maintenance of guns. Uh, sometimes uh, rimfire um, rifles and pistols can get dirty, mm -hmm. and what can happen is. You get a few different things that can happen. One is called cushioning, and what happens there is where a ton of debris and dirt get in the, um, the recess of the chamber for the room, and it causes you to get light strikes, which can, in some cases, result in a uh, delayed firing or hang fire, which can be dangerous. If you try to clear the gun too soon, it can go off. Two, the firing pins on rim fires can get really gunky and dirty, and of course, if that firing pin decides to stick forward, then you might get you about a three or four round burp out of a rim fire, and of course that can be very dangerous if the gun happens to detonate out of battery. Correct. So those are things to remember. Keep your guns clean, you know, make sure you're following proper protocol, and you know, you can prevent those kind of accidents from occurring. One more thing I need to talk about this. If this had been a squib load, the bullet would be right here, and you probably wouldn't be able to chamber another round. Being as this gun went off half open, the bullet from this projectile is right here inside the barrel and you can chamber another round in there without knowing anything is wrong and if you pull the trigger again you're going to be in big trouble now here we go again anytime you have a problem with your gun stop analyze the situation uh, we're going to take this gun apart and look at it piece by piece in a few minutes but you always need to stop shooting that's right. And, and examine that barrel. Always be sure there's no projectile in that barrel. This gun is, is a super dangerous item to fool with right now. The gun may be a runaway gun. It may 
I have no earthly idea why this gun fired with the bolt half back. I have no idea. Well, we're going to get it apart no and have a look at it, see what the deal is with it. Well, we're going to look at it. Now, I'm glad that Barry mentioned squib loads because, as you saw, um, if you look at the video I put up called Textbook Example of a Squib, uh, Barry did get a squib round on the range while we were out here, and that does occur. So anytime something doesn't sound right, feel right, look right, right. always suspect that there's a round stuck in the barrel, always, no matter what, even if you saw the complete round come out, just for safety's sake, always check the bore for, for obstructions before loading another round behind it. I mean, that's just safety, and uh, that's, you know, we, we're not safety sallies. You know, we like to have, you know, good, common fun, just like every other American does with guns. But we have to remember, you know, these kind of things hitting home like they did, it makes you realize that safety is an important issue and you should always take it seriously at all times. I mean, Barry got some brass in the face, but it could have been worse. My little brother caught a TC against the shoulder when it went off in his hand. But, again, it could have been worse. And, you know. and, uh the nine millimeter through the leg could have been a lot worse too. Well, yeah, I mean, if he would have hit a major artery and major didn't get artery help in or time, bone, he'd have bled to death in a matter of minutes. Well, I mean, if he would have hit bone, you know, he would right. have had some major right. surgery required to correct it after the fact. Now, this so. has really got nothing to do with uh, gun safety, but I'm, I'm, it, right now out here, it's not super hot. It's about 82 degrees. The rounds in this bag are so hot you can't touch them. They, they are hot, hot, hot in yeah. the sun. Those are now, warm. This is another little gun fact. If you've got rounds that are loaded, let's say near maximum, and they get hot like this, that makes them even hotter. Am I not right? You're right. Right. It depends on the powders used, but right. uh, temperatures can cause um, chamber pressures right. and velocities to fluctuate. But these rounds are so hot, you can't touch them more than about a half a second. And these yeah, rounds right here, if you we shoot them right now, they're gonna be a little warm. That's right. Literally. So people, we just wanted to kind of drop this gun gripe on you. I know this is a little bit out, out of the norm. I know we're out here in the field. We're not in the store like we normally are. Um, we do have more gun gripes coming. I know we didn't post a firearms fact this last week, but we've been very busy. And again, we appreciate all the phone calls. We do get a ton of phone calls from you guys. I mean, it's getting to the point now where we're averaging probably at least 8 to 15 phone calls in an average day. An average day. Uh, of people just calling to say thanks. We love the channel. Here's a gun gripe idea. Look, people, that's fine. Y'all want to call us. That's all good and fine. We do take those into consideration. We will take requests into consideration. Uh, we don't respond to every comment and every PM, but I do read them, every single one. Mm -hmm. So I do keep a, a mental log of some of the ideas you guys have, and we do have some of them in the queue to get done. So, But the fact that y'all missed a video or two last week is going to be made up for. In, in the near future because we've got other special things that are going on and uh, we hope that y'all keep watching and uh, we, we love all of our subscribers and so on and so forth and just keep the calls coming and keep encouraging us. That's right and we appreciate the support and I know a lot of you guys that watch the channel you guys are uh, you know customers of ours we appreciate you coming in and spending your hard-earned money I know you know money these days is not easy to come by but we appreciate you doing business with us and uh, we have a lot of fun projects planned for the YouTube page coming up in the uh, coming months here. Um, it's going to be nice. You guys are going to like it. And uh, also, you know, one thing I want to mention too is with the video quality and the video production, I am trying to take steps to improve the video quality and maybe step up to a little bit nicer camera here soon. So you should see an increase in the quality. Definitely want to do that. Also, one thing you've probably noticed in recent days too 
is the increase in the length of the videos. We've tried to sacrifice length and we're trying to kind of go towards quality. So we don't mind going with a little bit longer video as long as you guys think the information's where you need it to be. A good example is the newest Caltech video we put up on the uh, Sub 2000. Really took our time to try to make sure you got a good, wholesome review on that with honest facts. And uh, we hope you guys enjoyed that. And stuff like the investments for preppers video I put up, more of that stuff will be coming down the pipeline. Um, we do have more um, involved hand loading videos that will be coming up, chronograph tests. Uh, we haven't stopped doing the hand loading stuff. It just kind of got on the back burner there for a while. But we do plan on having more gunsmithing stuff rolling down the pipeline. So look, people, you know, if you guys like these uh, gun gripes videos, I encourage you to check out some of the other content. You know, we really work hard to produce it, and we hope you guys like it. And uh, we definitely got more of this stuff coming down the pipeline. We sure do. Hope y'all keep tuning in. Indeed.